Hey. Hey. All right, here we go. Welcome to another episode of Civilian Discourse. I'm your host, Brad. Hey, this is Shane. Yeah, we're going to just touch on the, the subject of guns yeah. this week a little bit. <laughs> and after, and after the situation in Florida, you know, it's you know not a fun thing to talk about. No. And, you know, it's something that we, we would hope would bring everyone together. And yeah. so just looking at, looking at social media and the media, you know, in the aftermath, it just seems like everybody's kind of, you know, going on their own separate team and taking, you know, party lines. It just seems kind of, yeah. you know, weird. That, you know, this is this this even is something that's gonna bring out our tribal nature. Yeah, that's that's very true because you have you, you think about it. I mean, at the end of the day, the most important the most important thing is is figuring out how to stop it, figure out what causes it, and then you know the kid's safety. I mean, what would possibly trump the kid's safety? The, so that's... then you so then you get these people who want to jump and and form these two maybe three camps. Uh, and it's really, it's really kind of sad to see that because the the kids kind of get shoved off to the side, you know. Like that's my biggest thing, and I think that's the foundation that I would, I would hope we can get to a point where everyone realizes that we'll just say two sides right now. I mean, yeah, just for the sake of this, this third one, I always every... think of the people who don't care. There's kind of like, eh, whatever. okay, that's fair. You know what I mean? That's but fair. but basically, yeah, we'll just talk about well, the, the ones sides. that are talking. I mean, that's yeah. the ones that are out there talking. The way I see it, though, is a foundation to both of those sides is safety and protection. Right. I mean, I, I think both, both sides, their goal is safety and protection. Right. You know, one side feels more guns, more people being armed is going to facilitate more safety and protection. Another side feels less guns and less access to guns is going to facilitate that. But right. both sides have the same goal. Right. And if we can start there, like start from there, like I feel like some headway can be made. Yeah, and I and actually I I saw an interview with a, with a dad who uh, he was actually talking to, to Trump, and uh, he his daughter had gotten killed, and he was saying he was saying, look, I mean, you got people on both sides saying we need to do this, we need to do that. He's like, let's just forget all that. Let's let's focus on how to protect our kids, and then we'll come back to we need this law and we need that exactly. law. Exactly. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, and I was like, man, that makes that makes so much sense. Like. Okay, let, we don't need to talk about exactly we're going to ban this and we're going to ban that. We're going to say no. Let's get our kids safe first, and then we'll go from that stepping point. Yeah, exactly. Or at least, yeah, at least agree that this is this is our goal. Right. Or at least agree this is our goal, and we'll go from there. Right. Because I think that's that's the issue. It goes automatically, and I get it. I mean, like, like I said, it, it's yes, we agree on that. Like, every both sides are going to agree on that subject. However, yes, it is a pretty big gap. In yeah. between more guns and less guns, yeah. There's, so there's going to be disagreement, and, and people yeah. are going to say things that are going to offend other people. That's and I think that's okay. Yeah. My issue, what I'm seeing like too much, is people. Hello, hey, there we go. Yeah, they're cut us off. Anyways, we can jump right back to it. You're saying, uh, you're saying something like what bothers you the most, or something like that. Yeah, I think it was a uh, big government just cut our cut our lines out there. I don't know what's going on? Yeah, they're like, don't be talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was just saying that what was, bothers me the most right now is like I said, there's, we're going to say it's it's a touchy subject. We, we, there's differing opinions. There's going to be disagreement, and yeah. there's even going to be offensive things being said. But what I'm seeing a lot of is people that are just saying things, posting things, trying to be inflammatory, oh, trying yeah. to be provocative, trying to get people offended, and it's like. 
I think that's that's not helping. We have a we have a gap that we need to bridge, yeah. somehow. And I think those kind of people aren't helping. And what you, what happens it seems like is you have people that will agree in into the means with the one side of someone who's being offensive. So automatically they're going to jump on that side. Yeah, and the tribal thing goes hardcore. Yes, which <laughs> me I would I think we got to get to a point where the goal trumps the means. To where yeah. you're going to more align with somebody who's honestly trying to talk to you about solutions, even if it's not the solution you agree with. Right. Because at the end of the day, like you said, there's, there's, very, there's, a, there's a common goal that everyone has. And any sane person wants the kids not to get killed. They want them to be safe. It's just how you get to that point. Everyone disagrees on you. Say, you know, the one camp will say, you know, uh, let's let teachers be armed if they want to be armed. You, ha- you know, like you have another. Hey, bro. What's up, man? I'm watching this, uh, waiting for Shane to get connected on here. There he is. Hey. There we go. All right. So uh, we're back here. Um, we're going to just pick up right where we left off. We uh, actually added my brother Brian to the call. So. I got him up to speed too. I was telling him about what we were talking about, just basically how once the whole uh, you know shooting happened, both camps like quickly formed, and you know they were trying to push their own agendas, like we need this, we need that, and you know we were basically just saying that it should be more about protecting the kids as opposed to that, and you know because there's so many different things. You got the people saying we need to arm the teachers, we need to have metal detectors. And really, I mean, how do we get to this to point where it be it becomes like you know this is this is more about the kids and what do we do for them? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the biggest thing. I mean, I understand people you know are going to be passionate about their own ideas, and that's natural. But I just think yeah, we need to kind of have a unifying moment. I would hope unifying over the goal, like we were saying, like the goal of protection. The only reason this is a conversation is because, like I said, both sides want protection. They have different ideas about what's gonna what's going to facilitate that but hopefully if we unify around that goal we can move forward from there yeah definitely um because each side gets so so passionate about it too i mean you got the people saying let's take away every gun that's ever been made because that's the only way we're going to keep them safe we need to add more laws in the book and of course the other side is completely opposed to that saying you know we <laughs> which i mean i kind of see you know both sides of it saying obviously i don't agree that every gun should get taken away but like i i understand yeah. why they think that you know right i think that's the key at least for me i think that's the key is at least starting with being able to understand where each side's coming from because yeah. yeah obviously at this point yeah i mean that's it, it's too late for that even if, if in a perfect world <laughs> maybe but yeah there's there's no way to to do that but the thing is i don't think most people are saying that there's some no. voices out there that are saying that but my problem, I see, is like it seems like every time any talk of gun control gets started, though, the argument goes from what we were just talking about, like meeting in the middle somewhere, to no, you can't take all our guns when right. no one's really saying that. Some people are saying that. I agree. I have heard some people say that, but it doesn't seem like a lot are. Yeah. Um, I don't hear it much down here. No, there's about taking all the guns. Right. But I mean, I, that's, I think it's a media issue. Yeah. You're only hearing tiny bits of a handful of people. That's true. And so, you know, you, you're arguing, not you, but I'm saying, you know, you're arguing which side is being, is which, but all we're actually hearing is a tiny, tiny little section, true. Uh, a group of people. 
like you said, you've got the extremists that are saying get rid of everything. Yeah. Won't comment on that. And then you've got <laughs> the other side saying, you know, let's arm everybody to the teeth. And I don't necessarily agree with that either. Arm children. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> well, if you want that, just come down here to Texas. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, but like I said, I mean, when it comes to this debate, it, it's it's a tough topic when you have zero communication. Yeah. Exactly. That's you the topic, yo. Uh, the best form of communication on these topics sadly seems to be social media and we know what a joke <laughs> yeah that's not working <laughs> no. because that's what that's all i'm seeing is i'm seeing like yeah a lot of just memes of everybody was communicating through memes going back and forth <laughs> that, yeah. right you know obviously aren't on each side mis you know misinterpreting stats to fit their agenda and then the, with blatantly, you know, vitriolic trying to offend the other side. <laughs> and yeah, that's not going to work. That's, yeah. Mm -mm. Well, I don't know. I think uh, I was, that, of course, you know, you got, you got a, a big, in my opinion, I was, we have a big leadership issue too, like uh, steering, you know, where we need to go because you get, you get Trump saying some, some pretty off the wall things like he's saying, you know, I would have went in there even if I didn't have a gun trying to stop the people. And like, like, how's that helping anything? How's that? How's that pushing? Let's 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 do this to help keep the kids from dying. Like I told you about that guy who was talking to Trump, and his daughter had gotten killed. He says, "Let's forget talking about we need to we need to make this law, and we need to make that law. Let's just figure out how to protect the kids, and then we'll talk about that stuff after the fact." You know, like that's that's to me what the main thing. Well, because you said the media, that's definitely an aspect of it for sure. And yeah, the politicians who are, I guess, the pseudo leaders, that's the problem. They're so worried about their bases. And that's the, the social media is almost where we're kind of forming bases, it seems like. So we'll have this side of Twitter thinks this thing, this side of Twitter thinks this thing. Yeah. And then you have the politicians trying to formulate their opinions to fit their bases. And that's the problem because the people that are speaking or are the crazy? It seems like are the kind of the crazy extremes on each side. Mm -hmm. So there's not. It's kind of hard to find the common ground. And you know, there really might not be common ground on some of this stuff too. True. And that's okay. I mean, as long as we can, you know, agree to disagree. But I don't know. It just, it just seems the nature of it right now is just I don't know. Very divisive and talking past each other. It seems like. Yeah, definitely. Looks like we lost my brother. Huh. Um. But, yeah, it's really – I look at – like, you look at the, the kids who who are doing the whole, all the marching and everything like that, and you have the people saying that, you know, oh, they're, they need to, you know, stay in school. They're, you know, what's a disobedience or whatever. <laughs> and, and you're like, those kids are, are terrified. They're scared for their lives. I mean, and why, of course they are. Like, they're looking at, they're looking at the, the adults, quote, quote, adults and we're not we're not doing anything to stop it i mean how many school shootings have we had and at the same time nothing ever gets done so they're like okay well we don't want to get killed anymore so we're going to take it into our own hands you know and i can appreciate that i mean like i said either way agree or don't agree i can appreciate the the nature there I and mean, that is how things get done is that kind of activist spirit yeah and i can definitely say that if to be fair if those kids if it was the other way around and people were trying to, we'll just say in this situation, take guns from people. And those kids are like, no, you're not going to take our guns. Right? <laughs> ah, welcome back. 
That uh, this thing's been been weird. They did an update on it, and it, uh, it's not been normal ever since. But yeah. uh, I commented on the the politician aspect of it. Yeah, on what he was saying, and I was just saying, you know, if we're talking what the politicians think and so forth, I think it's a it's pointless because they're they're only in it for the votes. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I don't think they really care. The only way, you know, as far as protecting the kids from this kind of stuff and politicians are involved, you're going to have to do it at a, the, the local level. Yeah. Anything, you know, Trump or any of those guys, any of the DC guys, none of that, I don't think is really going to benefit too much. No, I really, don't. the only way I think you're actually going to make any kind of rule changes or laws changing or anything like that is going to be on the local level to your kids otherwise they're going to try to get something across the country and it's not going to work i went to schools with metal detectors and bars on the windows and it never stopped anything so putting a blanket thing across the country is in this little town here of little elm texas okay it might make a difference compton it's not going to make a difference (laughs) it's not going to make a difference true that's very true oh you know, the same type of blanket thing that you would in Detroit or Chicago in some small little Midwestern or Mideastern town. Yeah, it wouldn't even make sense. Because right. you too, you'd have too many, too, many, too, too many variables. I mean, like you got like a little town in Utah and like a ginormous school in, in, in L.A. Yeah, so I definitely know what you're saying. So, so basically it just becomes like how do you – how do you get like so like the kids who are marching like they 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 want very specific things and people are 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 against those some some people are against those kids saying they need to you know they shouldn't be skipping out on school blah 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 but but like you can see like they want they want to you know be protected and and they feel like i mean i'm sure they probably feel like we're failing them so those kids should probably more focus on their local aspect as opposed to march in the capital or whatever like that well i mean you got to think about it if you make if you go to dc and you get all these people to rally and you go to dc how often can you really do that right exactly. but how often can you go to your local courthouse or even your state courthouse and do those same things True. you're talking a, a much larger number of you know going before crowds of people protesting the right way you know, to get your point out there to make some changes. But I mean, to get a group of people to go to DC, yeah. how often are you going to get the same group of people? I mean, you know, people take vacations to do this kind of stuff. Right, exactly. You know, and so from a local level, that's where I think the only, that's the only place I think you're going to actually make a difference. I think too, even at the local level, you're going to find completely like dug in, trenched in politicians who who have very, very different viewpoints on what needs to be done. So, I mean, the part I always wonder, I ask myself, like, how do you strip it away? Like, let's not talk about, you know, you have to ban this type of gun. You have to ban this magazine. Let's not talk about, you know, like anything like that, like literally just making it so we can do. And, but I mean, there's never going to be a hundred percent safety for your kids. It's not possible, but like what measures can you even put in place where, it transcends that whole like dug in tribal mentality. We're right. You're wrong. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I wonder. 
how how do, how do I respond to that without incriminating myself? Um, <laughs> no, I mean it's just it's it's difficult because you you don't you don't want that that those camps to to control everything, and they're like the the strong loudest voices, but they're not like the majority, in my opinion. Like the majority no, wants the kids to be no. safe. That tip, that old saying, and forgive me if I misquote it, but you know the squeakiest wheel, yeah, you know gets gets the grease or whatever it is. I mean, you you could have five hundred people over here peacefully protesting, and two guys over here that are loud and obnoxious, and they're the ones getting the attention. The cameras from the news crews are going to be on. Exactly. I'm like, oh, look at these guys. Yeah, exactly. And how do you change it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to. <laughs> Honestly, I I don't think it has anything to do with guns at all. No, I don't either. You want to change it? Let's start looking at all the meds that they're putting these kids on. Let's let's start looking at the way that they're taking the ability for a parent to be a parent away from them True. because they're afraid that if they discipline a child, that all of a sudden child protective service is going to show up and take your kids away from you. True. So I mean you. I mean, the government aspect of being involved to protect our children is actually what's hurt them. Yeah, you know, I agree. You you basically make it so like, and 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 you see it too. Like the kids feel so like, you know, my my mom and dad can't do anything to me because then you know I'll and it's the same way with the teachers too. Like they feel like they have control over the teachers because the teachers have their hands tied behind their back. Like you can only do so much, and it's. <laughs> Yeah, but the thing exactly is, you get to that point. You're right. With as far as the teachers go, I did it in high school. I was that kid. I've told teachers how it's going to work. Right. And they, 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 and that was a long time ago. We're just going to say a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. But you look at it now, and it's so much worse. Mm-hmm. You know, I've talked to a few, a few friends. I've talked to you about it. Yeah. You know, back when I grew up. I was that violent, terrible, horrible kid. But I look now and I think back then, I knew there was consequences to my actions. Yeah. yeah. If I got caught doing this or caught doing that, I was going to jail or, or whatever it was. Right. Now, it's like, it's not jail. It's what's the new excuse here? What's the new excuse there? Oh, it was this, that, that caused it. So when you take any type of responsibility away from them and you take any authority away from the teachers or what are you left with? Yeah. Kids who do whatever they want. And, and you're like, it's like the, the, you know, well, what's the saying? Well, the cat's away, the mice will play or whatever, but the cat's there, but the cat can't do anything. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, and then we want to arm teachers. Well, I, I'm from Texas, man. I don't disagree with that. And I know we've got schools here that do have armed teachers. Yeah. But if you've got a teacher that's scared. Yeah. Because these students start, you know. All right. You're you're talking about the theory there? Yeah. Uh, Sorry. And I don't know what the deal. (laughs) I don't know. But anyways, you're saying uh, the... uh, the te- arm of the teachers and, and what you were saying uh, you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was just talking about uh, his thoughts on what it would be like to arm the teachers. I think it was. Well, okay. 
as far as arming a teacher, like I said, I live in Texas. We have a lot of armed teachers that are well trained. Um, but at the same time, that you can't blanket that across the country because if you put the gun or a gun in a teacher's hand that's afraid of her students or his students already, mm-hmm. that can be just as bad. Absolutely. Because yeah. they're going to react out of fear. Yep. You know, and now you're giving them. A weapon, that's <laughs> you true. know. No, that's true. Hundred percent. When I was in high school, man, I've seen guys. I've had friends of mine throw podiums at teachers. You know, like I did. <laughs> I used to tell my geometry teacher when we would have homework and when we wouldn't. Wow. And <laughs> there was consequences back then. We just had this conversation the other day, actually. That's what we we're saying because you know, there's been all these videos, you know, of like teachers fighting students and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I've seen multiple fights with teachers and students in my day. Oh, I, I had like, a history. <laughs> who's paralyzed oh my god uh, on his left side because he tried to break up a fight yeah and they turned on him you know so it's like this isn't the, the violence isn't a new thing but what's exactly. happened is they've taken all the security away from the teachers and they really can't do anything there's no there's no consequences for students anymore so True. you take away the consequences and they have no fear. Right. Then you everything else that's going on right now and it just I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's exactly right because you, you basically you've made it so that the, the there's like you said, there's no consequences to their actions. And it's not just at school, it's at it's at home too. Like you have you have kids who basically run amok and do whatever they want and they're not getting they're not getting the structure like and obviously we talked before about too, like, you know, they don't have the same like mentality that like our generation had like we actually had respect for our elders we we cared about what they had to say like and now that's all gone like it's kind of just yeah i don't know i play devil's advocate i mean like i'm around you know around the kids based on my kids and their friends every kid i'm around i mean they seem to be good kids i know when i was a kid a lot of the kids were jerks some of the kids (laughs) weren't jerks and i was just hearing a story with like an uncle i had you know back in the was well he would have been close to 80 right now he fought a teacher when he was in school you know and they were always super disrespectful you know to where i don't think it's necessarily a new thing i think if anything the social media stuff is is a new thing cameras are a new thing where we're seeing not to say that yeah there's not some jerky kids for sure but look like you were saying about the parents you know we've got teachers that are scared and you've got parents that are scared because you know, with the way things have gone, with the way kids are doing things today, like you said, cameras or whatever, they're afraid to discipline their kids because all their kid has to do is falsely accuse them of something. And here's CPS. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have discipline at home. You don't have discipline or even structure, let alone discipline at home or school. It's like these, they don't even know what to do with themselves. I mean, come yeah. on. We were all that young once. Yeah. You're going to push your limits and push your bounds. Well, when there's nothing to push against, there's no wall, there's no standard, there's mm, – yeah. where do you go? You just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, that stuff. Like I said, when I was a kid, like I said, there was there was good parents, there were bad parents. Like I said, now I think there's good parents and bad parents. So it's, it's tough, though. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's a big part of, like, the, how connected we all are now, are now too. Yes, because I think so. If you take a kid who did a school shooting, uh, what, let's say 15, 15 years ago, 
that there you're not going to get the copycats like you do now because you, it, what we weren't all going to. I'm not saying this as an excuse of, but but it is yeah. pretty much you can look at it and say these kids want to be the one guy whose kid whose grandma had to turn him in because he wanted to um, become infamous like the other guy, like that. Oh, those kind of things yeah, happen right. because they see other people doing it, and that's not obviously not the root of the problem. No, just, for sure. But there's something to that, definitely, I think. I mean, because before, I mean, I think suicide's always been a thing, too. And yeah. now this is on the table. Like, this is in the zeitgeist. This is something that, that can be done now. Yeah, and Facebook I, Live, it, you know? Yeah, and exactly. That, that's a real thing. I think I think the copycat thing, there is something to that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's... But what do you do? That's the problem. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's cats out of the bag on that, too. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I think this is all, like, awesome discussion. And I don't think there's any there's any right way you could say, well, this is the only way we can get this. But I mean, we really do need to focus on what is making these kids do this. And then how can we identify it? Like, so the kid who, who legally bought his AR-15 was on psychiatric medicine from what I understand. Right. At least so. If so, you, you say make, make the mental health laws. Now this is not, this is after we figure out what to do to make our kids safer. But eventually you, you got to get to the point where you say, even just the simple stuff, like, you know, if you ever have been on psychiatric medicine, lithium, et cetera, et cetera, it gets reported to the NIC system and you know, that you're not allowed to purchase a gun because you have clearly some mental issues and we don't fit. And, and, and let's not say they can't appeal that, give them the yeah. opportunity to appeal it and, and make their case. But it shouldn't. It should be an instant no until you can tell us otherwise. I think they should be able to appeal, but I, I could see that. I mean, because unfortunately, I don't. Once again, definitely don't want to demonize this kind of stuff. Because I mean, it's it's definitely beneficial to a lot of people. Sure. But yeah. I think there is a. In, from what I've seen, this stat could be wrong. I don't know. But I think there was an inordinate amount of people, let alone kids, that have been on or were just coming off of those kind of drugs that were doing these kind of crazy mass shootings and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. Obviously, causation correlation doesn't necessarily mean anything but i think there there could be something there yeah but there could and but but like i said it's it's to me it's like don't make it a uh no matter what you, there's no chance like make it a no until you can tell us otherwise and and th- that goes into the whole thing of like no i don't feel like that's overstepping government reach i feel like that's just a society's just making society better in that you don't want someone who could potentially go because all these all these people have been primarily young white teenagers who have been bullied in school and so and they have mental conditions that make them feel like their only recourse is to go and just lash out at them and that's obviously a sane person is not going to do that like i am not gonna exactly you pissed me off now i'm gonna go kill you no i'm gonna say oh he pissed me off screw that guy i won't talk to him Exactly, and that's right. Yeah, I definitely don't think because there's crazy people in the world that we should be, you know, taking guns from people who are responsible gun owners and improving responsible gun owners. That's what I think. That's that's what gets me. Like anytime we start talking gun control, it goes to well, if you take my gun, then it's just going to be the criminals. That's for me. I'm not talking about taking your gun. I'm talking about taking your gun. I'm talking about trying to make it harder for criminals and mentally ill to get guns. I think that's all anybody's talking about, except for yes, the fringe. Saying we got to take all guns. And to me, at this point, that's not going to work here. No. I mean, we can have the Australia debate. You know, we'll see. But I still think yeah, that's not going to work. 
No, and and at like the for for the United States especially, the cat's out of the bag. You could say we're going to ban all guns now, but what's what is, what's the statistics? There's like 350 million guns in America or something. More guns than people, good, I think. Good yeah, luck. I saw, I saw a stat that we have like four percent of the world's population, and I don't think forty four percent of the guns. And we don't need to ban guns. We need to just make it. We just need to make it smarter. Like like, there's no reason why someone who hears multiple voices in their head and has been either voluntary or involuntary committed to a psychiatric hospital, shouldn't say, no, wait, we're not going to give them the gun. You know, let's say that they needed it and it was a legitimate thing and they, and then they, and they appeal it and they can show a, a group of, of their peers why it's still okay. But at least that way it wasn't just like, oh, we're not allowed to report if he's done this or if he's done right. that. that. How does that make sense? I understand kind of the reasoning behind that. But I don't think it, I still think it's common sense at this point yeah. to restrict it. And it's just sometimes you got Sometimes we have to err on the side of caution. I mean, I like to err on the side of freedom on most things too. Right. But sometimes you do. I think have to err on the side of caution and doing the right thing. And I don't see that as being a problem. It's weird. Must be a Texas thing. I've never had the app be so broken before. <laughs> it's okay though. I can stitch them all together and make up an episode. But um, him. Uh, uh, we were just talking about the um, the gun laws and basically saying, like, you know, uh, as far as mental health goes. And, and obviously, like, I preface it by saying that this is not, like, our first step. Our first step should be to take care of the kids. But once we do get there, like, shouldn't it be common sense to say, you know, if you've ever been on, like, a psychiatric medicine or, or you've ever been committed to the hospital, you should probably get a no on buying a gun. And 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 I also said, give them the opportunity to appeal that. Like, they could say, but but at the same time, it shouldn't just be, oh, you're good. We don't, we're not going to report that. You know what I'm saying? No, I agree. I agree. Either, I mean, depending, I guess, you'd, I guess, again, you'd have to look at it and go, okay, depending on the severity of your particular case or situation, it's either a no or I would say an extreme evaluation. Right. Yeah, not some run of the mill guy, you know, giving you a, you know, a Horseshack <laughs> test and going, oh, no, you're OK. Cool. You saw a bunch of <laughs> uh, right. I actually think it should be something that, you know, would either be an extensive test or, yeah, like you said, depending on the severity of it and, and your history. No, not at all. Yeah. And I don't think. it's yeah. And that sucks. That. Yeah, me either. In some ways, I can see that not being cool because there's going to be some people who potentially are going to unfairly be restricted right and that's gonna suck however i think we, you gotta err one way or the other and i think in this side airing and like i said airing on the side of caution might just be the way to go though that's why i said too if you if you give the if you say there's an appeals process and it's not just hardline anti-gunners or or pro-gunner like you have people that actually like will listen to what they have to say and like you know if they took lithium because they needed it for this or that and they can show just cause and the, okay you know actually you're probably okay as opposed to the dude who got hospitalized and he hears voices walking it and it never was reported that he you know was taking this medicine that dude needs to get a hard no <laughs> yeah well i mean you you're gonna have so many different varying cases i mean you look at somebody that loses uh, uh, i have a guy that i work with who lost his wife and his daughter and his son has been a challenge to to get through recovery in a car wreck 
And so if he's going through a hard time and he's, you know, dealing with depression after losing his loved ones and, and they put him on something to help him through. And then within, you know, a certain amount of time, he, he's back to his old self where he's, you know, coped with it and dealing with it. I think that's different yeah. than like you said, somebody that's just had a, a lifetime history of, you know, yeah, they burn uh, their full- cats and <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with that for sure. Because that because that, that's could be like an unintended consequence. Because then you could have people that might be like afraid, not as afraid, but yeah, not wanting to go seek treatment because they don't want to lose that right. Yeah, so yeah that true. Could, so I can see what you're saying there that there, there definitely needs to be levels to it. Yeah, and that's why I said you know either some type of evaluation, but yeah, as far as the mental uh, health aspect of it, I think it's a big thing. Yeah, the, but the, I also yeah. think you know, putting these kids on every drug known demand just because they're a little, a little rambunctious, I think is a bit much too, because we're creating that. Definitely. Absolutely. I agree completely. We're, we're making them like, we're making them like zombies sometimes. And, and they're, they're not able to be a part of society. They don't function right. And I mean, look at the consequences of that too. Then you get, you're getting made fun of by other kids. Not that those kids probably wouldn't make fun of them anyways, but it just it's a start to snowball for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what like because you know the the hard lines and the fringes on both sides. Like the fringes of like the you know the hard right wings would say you know well we 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 shouldn't even restrict this. We shouldn't restrict that. And I mean I I think whenever you hear the word gun control, people kind of like you know like like some people instantly quantify that with you're going to take all of our guns away blah 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 yeah and, and it's almost like just kind of let's just let's not let's just say we're just doing common sense things like uh, for our society as a whole you know that's my thing because that's what i that's what i see anyway it seems like as soon as gun control comes up the stuff we were just talking about it goes from gun control to imaginings of being locked in an internment camp somewhere with your gun <laughs> i think that's we gotta kind of you know not necessarily make that leap every time we're having the discussion and that's but, yeah that's very true because i mean i love i i have guns and i and i and i love uh shooting and i and i i carry responsibly and but but i am a person who would just without even thinking about it say sure let's have common sense let's let's even if you don't want to call it gun control let's just call it let's have gun common sense like i don't think someone with your voice should should be able to carry around a gun i don't trust them why why should his why should he be able to supersede anybody and their safety? Like, like I know that I, I'm not going to go into a room and start shooting people because that's not, that's not, that's not an even remotely appropriate response. Like, but you know, you need to be able to say that person needs to have checks and balances. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is what I, what I see in here. It seems like as soon as anybody starts talking about this kind of stuff, a certain sect of people, the ones that are usually the most vocal are automatically going to just like, Oh, gun grabbers. Are you just trying to come take our guns? You just little, whatever liberals. It's like, well, nah, man, <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily the case. We're just trying to figure out a way to, well, like we said from the beginning, protect society in the best way. Some people feel that not allowing anybody to just buy guns is the better, is, you know, is the better way to protect society. They, they fear. Yes. They kind of fear just having everybody run around and be able to go buy guns. But that doesn't mean that we're going to move from that to the government coming and taking all your guns. Right. And, and so. it, I mean, I can see I actually like kind of have I was hardline one way before and, and I'm not extreme by any means. But like it kind of took like 
just really thinking about to say, you know, as, as long as we are looking at it and we're doing common sense things like then that's, that's the course we should take to protect our society as a whole. But, you know, you get, you get the extremes on any side and they're like, we, you know, like you said, it's all fear and panic and, and let's be honest, the, the NRA sells guns. I mean, that's, that that's what they do. And, and, you know, they used to be a group that was about, you know, conservation sports and, and hunting and stuff like that. And now it's like, they are all about making sure that they sell guns. And, and what does any and political lobby? Group. Yeah. And what does any problem or any issue or any powerhouse always come down to? It's the money. You follow the money. Where are they? Yep, that's exactly what I think. And, and it's just that simple. Who's funding them? Who's giving them money? It's the, it's the gun manufacturers. It's the gun, like anyone to do with that. So you yeah, follow the money. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Look at the, pol- the politicians who are so hard lined on it. Are getting a lot of money from the NRA. The NRA are getting a lot of money from, from the gun So they're like, so yeah. Hmm. Every answer, every problem has the same answer: more guns. I right. mean, I get it. Before there was something to that. There were a lot. Like I think it started, especially back in the '60s, yeah. late '60s, when they put a lot, like a lot of regulations through. Then later in the late '70s, that's when the NRA started to switch. I think it was for a noble reason at first. But then I think through the mid '80s, it started getting more and more politicized. More and more money started getting involved. Yeah, and, and it's funny because you can always tell these same arguments. Talking about you follow the money, follow the talking point too. True. Like you'll hear you'll hear the same thing come from all these different people. Politicians will be saying it. Then also, no, you're hearing all these memes coming through. Where's this stuff coming through? To me, a lot of it is like NRA. I don't know if it's just NRA, but. Like, propaganda oh yeah that kind of stuff these certain kind of talking points come out and that goes with anything not just guns oh, for sure. guns like you look at and money it, like they say the money is the root of all evil i wholly agree with that because it always comes down to money making more money and having control of the money <laughs> and yeah, but i think that's one of the biggest problems i mean i could be wrong maybe i'm this, this could be me you know, being on the wrong side of something. But to me, I think the NRA is one of the biggest issues with that, that's keeping the people from having a, an honest conversation right now. And that's because they have interest, money interest at stake. Well, yeah. And, and like, I, like there have been things that I felt like the NRA helped stop from happening that I disagree with. But as a whole, I think that they're, they're, they're doing those things and they're not to benefit me as a gun owner. They're, they're, it's a consequence of them, trying to make more money for for the gun companies and you know like obviously i don't think guns are banned i don't think that guns are the problem i i I think that not having common sense and not having the we'll say the the resolve to do something about the problem because you're getting stifled like the the money is 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 stopping all conversation it's making sure that nothing gets done about it Oh well, we'll just we'll just you know keep on wait for this one to blow over and keep on going, and as opposed to yeah. like what would be the problem? Like that you're not like I think about it, it kind of starts to make you upset. You're like, what would be the issue with saying someone who hears voices in their heads should not be allowed to own a gun with and, and you know like let's not let's not make it hardline like we said. Obviously, super simple. Let them appeal it, but at the same time, you say no to start with. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, the slippery slope argument goes so far. Right. And I really do think that that is going to eventually kind of, that it could be one of these things that, that might be one of the tides that actually is turning right now, I think. Yeah. Is when, let, make them actually 
say their arguments out in public and it, oh yeah wait a minute unless you're really a member and you're fully bought into this thing it's not good oh. what a mess. So, uh, we were talking about um how the basically um if you want to figure out the problems you basically follow the money which which is like you say like the because i think that the nra used to be a good group and i'm not going to nra bash i'm just saying to me they sell guns and so how can you get past that? How can you get past like the the massive amounts of money to stop the conversation from going forward? Is sort of what we were. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. It's it's definitely like I said, that's definitely an element. I mean, there's, yeah. yeah. Well, it's hard to get an unbiased answer, an unbiased opinion, or an unbiased view from whether they really care. Like you said, they're selling guns, so yeah. whether they really care. You know, about the safety of their kids, maybe, but everybody else's, if it dips into their pockets, eh, that might be a different story. Like <laughs> right. I said, you got that right. buy it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's, I, I, I think, like, like, like I was saying to him, like, it, 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 anytime you have any sort of issue or there's injustice or there's, there's issues, you know, follow the money, see where it's at and see what is being, like, what's, what it's being used on and what it's being used for or against. And in this case, it's pretty obvious, like, because I don't think anybody with any, like, we we have kids, we, we want them protected. I don't think anybody with a conscience would say that, oh, we can't have common sense in our laws, because why would we want that? Like, I don't know. I just get frustrated about the whole thing, because it's just, <laughs> you, you just, it just seems like you're bashing your head against the wall, and then they just, like, wait for it to blow by, like, oh, this will go away, and we won't have to talk about it anymore. You know, like... Yeah. I think the reason that is, though, is because most of the passion in this subject was coming from the one side, for the most part. It was coming from the pro-gun side. Mm-hmm. Those, you know, th- those are the people that really have been for a long time voting on a single issue, almost. Like, I, they will vote for this. They will. And most people on the other side, there's not as much passion. Something like this happens, like, oh, wow, that's crazy that happened. And then yeah. it does kind of blow over. They're not passionate about guns one way or the other. Right. And that's what I almost feel like the tide might, for better or worse, the tide might be turning on that right now. But yeah, hopefully, um, we'll see. Well, like you know, I think a lot of times it it, it really comes down to does this really affect me? Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think it's easy to blow by when it doesn't affect you, and then all of a sudden something close by, or you know whatever is is threatening to affect you. Now you want to you know say something. Now you want to get loud about it. I mean. That just happened with you, and right here there was a kid that that had a a, a picture jacked off of, oh yeah, uh, and somebody edited it, and the kid got expelled and everything else. But it was a paintball gun, man, you yeah. know. But as soon as something affected that town, all of a sudden everybody was all about it. Well, and the worst part is, usually by that point, it's too late. You, 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 yeah. you I mean, there's no point. Like, you've lost your chance to make a difference. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. I think that's the thing. Is is that's the point? Because so it always matters to the 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 really avid gun owners. Yeah. It matters to them every time because every time they hear a conversation spark up, they start thinking, "Hey, they're going to come for my guns. I'm, you know, why do you want to take my guns?" So they are passionate about it every time it happens. I think you're right. It probably is more of a local thing. So here's my question, like, like uh, Brian, you said you grew up in a school that had like metal detectors and stuff like that. Like that stuff still got through. Like it's still, mm-hmm. 
Oh, we used to do gun deals in the parking lot. Oh my god. And it was. And, yeah, that's another thing too for me. Like, as far as like, I mean, I knew kids as well that you know sold and bought guns illegally. Um, and that's where I don't know what the answer to that is. You know, I mean, I don't know that lessening laws is going to help that, but I don't know. You know, I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, because I mean, I think anyone would say you can't legislate away evil. I mean, that's pretty common sense. You like, right. like who who listens to the gun sign that says no guns allowed? Like, they, nobody's listening to that. No one cares about that. Like the criminals, I'm like, oh man, there's the sign. Can't can't take my gun in there. Or like when you like, I call those the feel good laws. Like like you say, someone can only have seven bullets. Like the the criminals gonna be like, oh man, I'm about to rob this dude. Let me check one, two, three. No, come it's on, let's be real. That's all that is. Right. Let's, you know, let's... I mean, you know, I I'll obey the laws. Yeah, me too. Now, but you know, back back no it didn't matter back in the day but now i mean even licensed to carry you know if i go up to a shoot right at the five minute mark <laughs> every time that's weird right uh but yeah i don't know and as far as the laws i see what you're saying though on that but at the same time we can't just say well the criminals don't listen to laws so i have laws you know what i mean like i feel like we still have to do something right and 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 that's it that's it right there like just do we do something and we get it to where not we know not everyone will agree with it and that's fine but as long as we use because common sense you we just need common sense and what do you think or one thing i think because i don't really have a too big of opinion on this really i mean as far as that goes as far as what should be done but what do you think about, like, the guns? You might know more about this. Like, I hear stuff about gun show loopholes, private seller loopholes. Like, to me, I don't know if that's as big of a thing as it seems, but to me, that's where the issue is. Because that, I believe, from the people I would have known before that would have sold guns and things like that, that's how people get guns. And then you can buy in mass quantity. You can buy a lot of guns, too. Then you go and sell them to other people. So, I mean, I think closing that kind of stuff is a thing I think would be number one. But I don't know, is that as much of a thing or is that more a myth? As far as like the, the gun show, show loop, getting guns and then distributing from like. From yeah, or way. just getting them in general. Because like, the way I understand it, what I've seen in like documentaries and stuff is just obviously if it's an actual licensed seller, even at a gun show, background checks, IDs. But I've yeah. seen things too where if it's a private seller, there's not necessarily going to be a background check. And sometimes they don't even necessarily even check IDs. Yeah, and and but as far, from what I know, and obviously I can't speak for other other states because I don't know the laws in other states. But to, from what I understand, uh, like I, uh, you can if you want to go to a gun show and not rifles because rifles are not, uh, you do not need to have any sort of permit to buy a rifle. But as far as handgun goes, you do have to show, uh, 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 like either your CPL. Or a pistol sales um, permit, I believe it's called, to, in order to, to purchase a pistol. Even Which, from a private seller. Even from a private seller, if you're doing it legally. And if you're not doing it legally, then you obviously don't you're care You're not doing it legally anyway. The law is already there. And I, right. yeah, I see that. And that's the thing. And that's the case. I agree with that. If there's nothing, there's really not much you can do about that. But I think if that is the case, that shouldn't be a thing. No. But you see, you see that stuff too, like online, where yeah, people just get online and 
you got like different Craigslist or whatever, and all of a sudden you got someone in a Taco Bell parking lot buying four AR-15s from somebody. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, I've seen that law doesn't stop the AR-15 person because, like, for Michigan, like we do not have to. Um, we do not. Uh, I'm gonna. We're gonna uh, stop this real quick and grab him. He hadn't updated his app, so every five minutes it was booting him because they did away with it on the last update. The five minute mobile. So I'm gonna. We're gonna grab him, and he, cool. we shouldn't get booted anymore. So we'll be right back. Cool. I think we should be good now because I noticed right at the five minute mark the last time I saw it, it just booted you right in five minutes, and I remember. I remember seeing that in the description. They did away with that. But anyways. Oh, okay. We were talking about, uh, he had asked me about the whole gun show loop and, um, it, you know, if that was affecting the, the distribution of weapons and stuff. And I know for Michigan, as far as handguns goes, it doesn't. But And, and, and with rifles and stuff, we don't have to have any sort of a, a trail. You can just sell whatever you want, however you want when it comes to the long guns. I don't know how it is. Man, we have <laughs> just in my area in the North Texas area, we have at least three or four major gun shows every single weekend. So, yeah, I, I guess I could. I, I've been to several hundred myself, and I've been to a lot too. <laughs> just, yeah, I mean, you'll see things that don't quite look like they're on the up and up. I know, again, like you said, with handguns or any class three weapon. Yeah. It, it's just like going to uh, any dealer. There's all the paperwork, paperwork. but when you get into the, the hunting rifles and the shotguns, yeah, not so much. Um, but here I know with like the lowers, um, it's, Usually paperwork's involved. If there's like yeah. an AR or something like that and you've got the – there's usually some type of paperwork involved unless you're a CHL holder. Right. Well, I guess now it's a, a license to carry or something. I don't know. I'm grandfathered in. but Yeah, we have uh, CPLs here because he'll piss I can like, walk yeah. anywhere and lay my CHL and I don't even usually have to do paperwork other than – and keep track of what's gone out of their inventory. Yeah. You know, I don't have to, I definitely don't have to wait. I mean, and I've gone in and bought two from one place and then drive and see another store stop, bought two from there all in the same day. And it's never. Yeah, we have that here too. Like if I want to buy a gun, I take my CPO and I drop it down and I don't have to do pretty much no other paperwork. I mean, you do, you do the, the finalizing stuff, but I don't have to go through the next checks or anything like right. that because it's already been done. And then I, every four years or so they, you know, they do another like update and I get a new license. And so it's, you know, and I, and I don't, I don't think that's, but as far as like a loop where people are illegally like buying stuff and, and that causing the spread, I don't know. Because... At the gun shows. Yeah. I, I think it could be an issue. Yeah. Because I but at the same do. time, if they're going to do it illegally, it doesn't really matter. Like, and, and I mean, no. it doesn't matter in the sense that they're going to do it one way or the other, no matter where it's at. It probably just no. is easier to facilitate. And but I think that's why a lot of people get up in arms about, no pun intended. No pun intended, right? <laughs> you know, the, the, the gun laws with the people that are, you know, gun advocates is 
like you just said, the criminals aren't going to abide by that. And I think that's where a lot of these guys, instead of using, you know, a rational thought process, they just go crazy thinking, like you said, they're just going to take all my guns mm-hmm. because criminals aren't going to abide by that anyway. No. You know, whether... Get away, evil. Right. <laughs> Not possible. So can you think of any way to... Um... Like you're saying, there's no way to fix that, but I mean, because obviously the only thing you ever hear is like you know registration stuff like that. But then that starts to get then we got to like track every sale, and that reg- right. so even if it's yeah. private or not. But then obviously then that then that usually one sentence from that is then going to go right back to Thanks. you know. Very I think because I think you know I think me and Brad had touched on it the other day was yeah it's a very touchy subject because you start getting over into that police state that extreme uh-huh. side of it you know you're no longer looking for protection or you were looking for protection and now you've leaned over into literally giving all your rights away out of fear and yeah. i can see that i guess my thing is I, I saw a meme the other day it was kind of saying like i don't know something about drug you know someone gets in a drunk driving accident you don't blame the, you don't, don't blame the car right. or and that's fine that I don't think anybody's necessarily blaming the gun, but however, with a car, when you buy a car, what do you do? You, got, you every time you buy a car, you have to get a title. You have to get it registered. You have to get, and I don't think when people get a title, the first thing they think of is, "Oh my god, well, the government's going to come confiscate my car." So, okay, so I, know. I agree with that, but let's look at the number of uninsured motorists and people that actually don't have their cars registered. <laughs> I mean, you come down here. Yeah. I mean, it's like that everywhere, and, and this isn't a bash on any culture, but you come down here, and we're one of the worst states for uninsured motorists. So if they're not insured, they're not registered, because in Texas, you cannot get a title or a registration without an inspection. Well, there you go. That's another oh. thing right there. And it's fine. There's a lot of people just breaking the line. I get that. I, I do see that to an extent, where they're gonna, criminals are going to keep doing it. But, but at the same time, there would be way more if the laws weren't in place to try to, you know, that's right. I, on I, agree. I agree. I mean, like you said, with the guns, I think, you know, if you're not licensed to carry, I think you should go through. I mean, for me personally, if you really care and want guns that much, you'll spend the money, go to the yeah. course or whatever it is, get licensed. Now it's not as big a deal because I know I'm sure y'all's was an extensive background check. And so, yeah, oh, yeah. your license fine if you don't want to get that license because you don't want them to know then you should sit through the process of you know being checked out over and over rigorously looked at to make sure that's what yeah. i see it too. Yeah. And I think that might help a little bit but and because uh, we we touched on this before like all these things and all these various laws that you could pass and you can fix this and you can fix that like will help but at the same time like uh, we touched on it that like our society has completely changed uh like our culture is different our family aspects are different like we don't have that same mentalities that we used to have so even like is are we too far past like a certain point where how do we switch it back to where like i care about like this other person i care about my neighbor i care about i value human life like you know what i'm saying like i mean i can only imagine what it'd be like now if i pulled up in my truck with at least two rifles 
Dang it, every time he gets going. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's going to be like the most patched through episode. <laughs> People are not going to listen to this. Like, what's going on? I know. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, <laughs> we were laughing because we're like, people are not listening anymore. <laughs> I'm like, ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I'm going to find a new app after this. <laughs> this is Just kidding. Um, <laughs> as far as getting back to where we were, I don't know what y'all heard, what I said. I heard you said, like, you pull up in a truck. Point. Yeah, with a bunch of rifles. Well, you know, like, you know, back in, like, G- high school, you know, it was no big deal. You'd have a couple guns in the gun rack. Like I said, I'm from down south, so it wasn't a big deal. Now I think it'd be World War Three. Yeah. But can we get back to where we were? Sadly, I'd have to say not without some major, major drastic changes. Yeah. I just I don't see that it's possible anymore. I was actually talking to to Laura about this to my wife. I was saying, you know, like if you look at the history of the world uh and this may be a little tiny bit off topic but at the same time i don't think it is like you look at the history of the world any quote quote great civilization or great society and no matter how big they've gotten or how advanced they were eventually they collapse and fall uh just due to like the rot like and and you can see and, and in the, the scheme of how of time 250 years for america is not that long but you can already yeah. start to see the rot and the decay and like it, you know what I'm saying? Like you can see it where it's going. See, I feel like maybe I'm like just a I don't know, an optimist or whatever, rose-colored glasses on this. But I don't know. I just don't really necessarily personally myself completely buy like the the hell like going to hell in a handbasket kind of perspective. Like I don't. I think we tend to like glorify in some ways like the olden days as yeah. if there wasn't. Well, I mean, it's possible, but it's gonna take. One community joining with the next community. I, I, as far as doing it on a large scale, no way. I think that's what it is. That's a good point. Starting in your local community, if you can get this group and this group and this group to knock off the nonsense, yeah, I, I believe it could change. I think that's a good point. At some point, you're going to have to fight against the the powers that be mm-hmm. because they don't want that. No, I think that's an issue. Is I think more for me anyway. The way I see it, it's more of like a like you said the local communities. A fact that we're going through growing pains. We oh, could yeah. because we're growing. I mean, look at this community. Our society. We're becoming a global society, like it or not. Like oh, yeah. We're being connected through technology. Populations are growing like crazy, and we're becoming yeah more and more multicultural. It's going yeah. It's going to be harder to all interact. You know, to interact and to get along. But I think we can, and I think we have a lot of good people. We have a lot of good kids coming up. Like I don't. I don't look at it like oh man, it's hard. We're sliding down this like terrible road. It's gonna, yeah. It's not gonna be easy, but I think we can do it. And I think a lot of it is is just growing pains of a growing society. But I mean, you never know. I mean, I just think. But then again, I guess to me, it's gonna whatever's happening is happening one way or the other. So I guess try to look at it glass half full. But no. yeah, I see what you're. No, I, I yeah, I agree. But like I said, it, it you got to take big government's hand out of the pot in order to make it happen. That's yeah, and the I corruption. Think. I mean, we're our government's severely corrupted, in my opinion. And and, and I'm not targeting one group or the other. I'm saying the whole the whole thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And and you can see it. Like you've got people who are only in it for the special interest. Like we're not being represented anymore. Like, right. That's the problem with big government, though. Is you take government regulation and stuff out, and I can see both sides. But that then just puts you 
directly in the hands of special interests to where it's like, yeah, the corporations, I get the free market thing. I think there's something yeah to that. But that doesn't necessarily have your best. The court doesn't necessarily have your best interest either. Yeah, that's all about bottom line. Right. So I don't even know that it's necessarily which structure, like singling out a, a big structure. But it is, just, yeah. When you get the big structures in place, it tends to dehumanize. And the more we dehumanize, it's like the micro yeah. of what we were just talking about as far as communities. Once you get big government, big business, it kind of like yeah, it's, it's as far away as you can from community is what we were saying. I think that's where it becomes hard to to maintain when something gets too big but. and i yeah what you were saying too and i thought about, i was thinking about this like while i was listening to you like i'm and i hope i don't mean to sound like a pessimist but i look at at where we are as a, as a society i just don't see how you could even we're so connected right everyone is all connected we can talk to people from china blah 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 i still don't see how we could get all the different varying aspects and groups to come together to actually make viable change to fix the and the quote quote rotten decay like i just don't see it yeah i don't know i think it's happening i mean i think that's one i guess it depends on where you look i mean there's a lot of things that are happening for positive i guess i don't know that it's, there's always been war I mean, the world has always been parts of the world pretty much in all human history that's been at war yeah i don't so i don't know right. that this is necessarily Especially our country <laughs> well yeah every pretty much every minute but that's what i'm trying to say is i don't know that it's necessarily worse and I see a lot of signs that do point to to things getting better, but I don't know. Like I said, the kids I've been around, like it's for my kids' friends. I, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't see that. I see all the kids are better than the kids I hung out with when I was a kid. Yeah, so, I see it with Maddie's friends too. Like they're you know, good. They're good. Smarter, kids, mature. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I just and I I'm a total different demographic down here. It's a lot different down here than it is up there. Yeah. You know. Uh, there's there's still a lot of spots down here that are extremely segregated. Mm, yeah, that's true. Right, I'm sure. You know, yeah. uh, I mean, but it goes both ways. I mean, you, you can drive to this city, and it's multicultural with literally. Damn it! Son of a gun. <laughs> I'm seriously. I don't know what to do. Do we just like say screw it and try to find a different app, or like call it good, or like? <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll see. I, I mean, I think this app really did have a lot of built-in benefits. It did. It was awesome. Now, but now you can't. How can you? How can you go every like five minutes and have to restart? It messes up your entire yeah flow. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll just. I guess we'll we'll just call it good, and I'll <laughs> uh, I'll uh, I'll text them and uh, post this and. I'll start looking for another app or something because that's ridiculous. We'll see. Or, yeah, maybe we can try again and see if it happens again. I don't know. Because, I mean, it seems like it's been, well, working for the most part. We get about six for to the... seven minutes every every session. Like we've been going a little bit longer, it seems like, though, so I don't know. Yeah. We... We can... Maybe it's, like, just the distance. Like, I don't know how that is. Because we'll get about ten minutes in and then it'll cut us regardless. Right. Yeah, maybe we can just do it a trial run again at some point and see, but... And I'll look for another app too, just something because there's that other one. But uh, it would be nice if you could just add them back without having to stop the whole thing. But and like, there's a button that you can push, but it doesn't have anything to do with with adding back. But you know. yeah. Anyways, I suppose I'll just we'll just call it good. I'll text them until. But I mean, I think like the three of us have a pretty good flow like i think we could get a lot of good conversations down if it would stop interrupting us yeah that's definitely been a problem yeah 
All right, then, man. I'll catch you later. We'll uh, right. try it a couple days again. Okay. All right. All right. Later. All right.